History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America. Happy Saturday on this beautiful fall crisp Saturday in Washington, D.C. We got a great lineup for you today. Congressman Austin Scott, member of the House Intelligence Committee, a very important voice of the the main Republicans in the House, also one of the most thoughtful people when it comes to foreign policy. He's going to kick us off on the show today. Congressman Andy Biggs up second. He has a lot to say about where his head is in the race for speaker, though he might not tell us who his candidate because he's afraid he'll poison that candidate, at least in the minds of some of the moderates. But we're going to have a lot there. And then Congressman Eli Crane, one of the freshmen, a former Navy SEAL, retired Navy SEAL, now a freshman member from Arizona, always one of the most interesting and specific interviews you ever get. He's very precise about what his policy intentions are, how he's trying to carry out the work for his constituents in Arizona. He'll round out the show. Austin Scott, Andy Biggs, Eli Crane, back to back to back on the Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. 
Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to continue dissecting what happened on Capitol Hill earlier today, this time with one of our favorite guests joining us by phone to talk more about Speaker McCarthy's ouster and who's going to replace him is Georgia Congressman and House Intel and Agriculture Committee member Austin Scott. Congressman, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having us. And it's been a sad day here in Washington for Republicans. You saw uh, eight Republicans vote with 200 and some odd Democrats to remove uh, Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House. Yeah. And, yes. you know, it, it's just a sad day. I mean, I mean, he, he was doing a good job as Speaker. I hope he will still go back and be our Speaker, and then we'll, you know, we'll push forward from there. But, you know, the, these eight people, uh, their, their demands are, are totally unreasonable. Uh, a lot of it has to do with fundraising, and you know, I mean, they're they're literally fundraising uh, on, on things they're doing that are destructive to the Republican Party and 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 what thousands and thousands and thousands of people across this country have have, have tried to accomplish and and having a backstop to the Biden agenda. And so, eight Republicans voted with with Joe Biden and the Democrats to to you know remove Kevin as speaker, and now we've got to go into conference, and, and you know, our, our goal is to get Kevin reelected. Yeah. Yes, sir. And and to what you were saying, I, I am trying to envision next steps. I'm trying to construct this plan in my head of what Republicans do going forward, and I just have this funny feeling that we're going to end up replacing Kevin McCarthy with Kevin McCarthy, maybe with a little bit different concessions, but effectively, we'll be right back where we were, won't we? Well, I can I can promise you this: if it's not Kevin McCarthy, it won't be anybody that is as conservative as Kevin McCarthy. It'll be somebody that the Dems pick uh, that that's more centrist and and you know effectively has an agreement with the Democratic Party on on, on what to do. I mean, they they've made it. You know, they being a select few people um, have have made accusations of Kevin McCarthy that the vast majority of the conference think are false. And then they have they have no evidence. They're just out there saying things. And when you're out there saying things and, and, and you're dealing with an issue that's this serious and at the same time you're sending out fundraising emails and saying, you know, I'm voting to expel McCarthy, send me money. I mean, I mean that's not a principle based argument. And so, you know, if you if you if you look at what Newt Gingrich has said, I agree with him. I mean, Matt Gates needs to be removed from the Republican conference. And and I'm going to tell you, if you let. And unless you let these eight pick the person that is the speaker 
And then unless the rest of us line up with them and say, uh, okay, you eight get to tell us when to, you know, when to fetch and when to heal, um, you know, and, and we do everything they say, they're going to do the same thing to the next Republican speaker. Yeah, uh, there's a cycle here that may not stop. You're exactly right, sir. I want to ask about the one issue that seems to be at the heart of this beyond all of the, the political side, and that is uh, the, the need to get 12 spending bills done before the end of the fiscal year. Obviously, it didn't hit that deadline, uh, but that is something that you all are still committed to getting done, even with this interruption, even with the 45-day thing. You guys are serious about getting 12 spending bills out, right? That's not going to change. Yep, we are. We're, we're and, and look, I mean, I wish that we had moved faster on them. I don't mind saying that. But I, I also want you to know, John, some of these same people that are complaining yes. that they didn't get done voted against the rule to bring them to the floor. Yeah. So so if you're if you're voting to prohibit us to bring them to the floor, then how can you complain about the fact that we didn't get it done in a timely manner? And, and that's the hypocrisy of, of some of these people. And, and it's just, John, there's there's. There are 435 districts throughout the country. The idea that somebody from, you know, a district that Donald Trump won 70-30 gets to tell somebody in a district that Donald Trump didn't win but was able to win that district as a Republican and is now a member of our, of our conference, how they can and can't vote or else there are going to be consequences for them. That's not the way democracy works. That's the way authoritarians think. And these eight people, you know, are more aligned with authoritarianism than they are democracy. Wow. Congressman, to your knowledge, was there a common grievance or maybe a couple between these eight? I mean, I, I, I know that the CR was kind of the, the, the final straw for Congressman Matt Gates. Was it the alleged Ukraine deal that he supposedly cut with Joe Biden? What, what was the common grievance that made them all or that compelled them to do that? Well, let's talk about the CR for a second. I don't know what the common grievance is, but I can tell you when they sit there and vote against solutions that 95% of Republicans would consider a win, and, and then they turn around and complain about where we end up. Again, we can only lose three and a half percent on any vote or the Democrats have control. And so if you go back to the continuing resolution that we had the other day, and I would encourage you to listen to what Jim Jordan said about it. You know, it cut spending. It secured the border. You know, it did everything that we as Republicans had said we were going to do. It did not fund Ukraine. And I'm in favor of funding Ukraine. I know I know some people aren't and, and they should be a standalone vote. But the, the original vote that we lost 20 Republicans on, that was the most conservative piece of legislation that we ever had an opportunity to adopt. And so, and so they won't vote for that. And then they know when you don't vote for that, then it's going to go the other way, not more conservative. It's going to go the other way. And, and then they complained about it moving the other way. I mean, they've created a scenario under which and I thought Jim Jordan did a good job of explaining this today. They've created a scenario under which nobody has any other choice because they won't vote with us on any of the other choices. And then they complain about the choice that we have to take. I mean, this is, I mean, Jim Jordan is a good solid conservative and Jim Jordan understands strategy. These eight people, they don't care about strategy. All they care about is fundraising. 
Wow. So real quickly, all these investigations that were making tremendous progress, particularly the Biden one, it's uh, going to lose some steam for a little while. How important is that? We've got about 40 seconds left. No, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible what they've done. I mean, the, the, what they've done to Jamie Comer's ability, what they've done to Jim Jordan's ability, what they've done to Jason Smith's ability. I mean, these eight people are eight of the most selfish people that you could ever, that you will ever come across. They have done tremendous damage to uh, Jim and, and, and Jamie and Jason and, and their ability to carry out these investigations. Now we've got to figure out who the Speaker of the House is going to be. We were doing good things under Kevin McCarthy. We need to put Kevin back. Folks, they're anywhere. Andy Biggs next, right after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. He has been one of the most sage voices when it comes to bringing spending sanity back to Washington. He has worked day and night to not only get regular order on budgets, but also to begin the process of identifying which agencies and which programs we don't need so that we don't keep running $2 trillion a year debts. He is Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs, a good friend of our show, and he joins us right now. Congressman, great to have you on the show. Thank you. Good to be with you. Give us your um, handicap coming out of this week. And obviously the CR occurred. Uh, Democrats had to help Kevin McCarthy out of that problem. Where are you in the process? What would you like to see happen next? Well, my handicap is too many Republicans uh, like to spend as much money as the Democrats do, it turns out. That's the biggest handicap. But where we sit right now, John, is you've got um, you're supposed to do 12 bills 
by June 15th, we were out of the house. We didn't do but one or two, um, and we didn't even send those over to the Senate. So now here we sit, we passed three bills. We took up four bills within 72 hours last week, which is remarkable. That was great. That's what we should have been doing. We should have, we should never have gone home last weekend or the weekend before last to see if we could do this for the American people. But we ended up with a CR. Um, and now uh, the speaker has said we're, we're going to do these bills um, before the 3rd of November. Now, what they're talking about, though, John and Amanda, is this kind of crazy idea um, where we're just going to take numbers out of the subcommittees of the Appropriations Committee and deem every proposed amendment onto the bill. So no matter who offered an amendment, they all go onto that bill, and then we're going to take it up on the floor. It, it's, it's an unusual way to do things, and it certainly isn't what we'd call regular order. It isn't the way we would do it by statute that we're required to do the uh, in, by the 1974 Budget Control and Impound, Impound Act. But I, I just don't know what, what to say about it, John. Every time I've been here, we've seen one CR, they tend to beget uh, other CRs. It wouldn't surprise me if, if you see a series uh, of uh, what we call minibuses yeah. dealing with some of these issues coming forward. So it's tough to see where we're going to land, but um, uh, I hope that my colleagues actually get back to regular order or at least a very late version of regular order. You promise the American people that, yeah. That's right. Sir, I know this doesn't apply to you, but it makes me wonder if calendars are a hot commodity up on Capitol Hill, because it seems like nobody's got one every year when this rolls around. I wanted to ask you, though, I, I am trying to find reason for optimism, but there were a number of things that Republican voters wanted in this. Uh, obviously, border security, the weaponization of the DOJ and FBI, utilizing that Holman rule, tightening the screws on the spending and it seems like we're 0 for 3. Is there reason for optimism at least until, what, what has this been extended to, November 17th? Yeah, and Amanda, that's ex exactly right. Um, in, when you do a CR, you, you basically can't attack the big spending and you cannot attack the policy, which is why I hate CRs. That's why we got to go back to regular order. In the bills that we passed last week, though, there's reason to have hope because we, we did do things like uh, one of my amendments came on by voice votes saying that the the uh, Mayorkas uh, sec, uh, position will be unfunded, so he would not be paid. Uh, John Kerry's position would be unfunded, so he wouldn't be paid. So we used the Holman rule multiple times and got some things on there. Uh, we did attack various policies uh, to prevent the use of money where it shouldn't be used. That's the, see, that's the way it's supposed to happen. That's why you do the 12 bills. And, and so, Amanda and John, my optimism is that when we went through the regular process, we got some pretty good stuff in those bills. Did it do everything I wanted it to do? Of course not. Um, did it re reduce spending as much as it should have? No. But, but the bottom line is you got some pretty good policy and some uh, spending policies in there that would have been very helpful. But the problem is when you go to a CR, you basically defang the, the the regular order process of those 12 spending mm -hmm. bills and getting them to the Senate. So the optimism, there's reason to be cautiously optimistic, but you'd be wise to be cynically wary. And that's kind of where I am, cynically wary right now. Yeah, that's probably a good place to be at this moment, given the last few weeks' history. Uh, Congressman, I want to ask a little bit about uh, Matt Gates and his effort to uh, possibly have a vote to oust 
the speaker. Is this the time to do that? Where are you on that issue? Well, uh, I believe that um, when you're going to try to land a big fish, you should get this hook really set uh, deep and make sure it's set. Uh, I'm not sure that it is set. Uh, I am deeply and profoundly uh, unhappy with uh, our leadership uh, that we've seen from Speaker McCarthy. I think Matt Gates has come on uh, multiple shows over the weekend and said he's doing it this week. I don't know if that means tonight. I don't know if it means later in the week. I just don't know. But what I do know is um, I, I, I'll give you some predictions. I do think that Speaker McCarthy probably survives this. Uh, I personally will be voting to vacate uh, and for, for a multitude of reasons, not the least of which is uh, that we are, that you, as Amanda said, we, what, we didn't have a calendar. We didn't know that September 30th was coming. <laughs> this year. I mean, just amazing to me. We were supposed to get this done by June 15th. We were promised we'd get it done and we didn't get it done. And even the one bill we got done in July, they didn't ever transmit to the Senate. So, uh, and and I looked out on that, on the debt ceiling uh, bill that was not done the way it should have been done. And I, I could go into more, I won't, I won't go into more of that. I'll just say this, about a year ago, when we were talking about these types of things in December and January, I predicted that this would happen. I said that his history, Mr. the Speaker's history, was that he would make deals with the Democrats. He made a deal with the Democrats. Every Democrat voted for that CR that he put up last weekend. Uh, and that's because uh, the Republicans uh, who want to reduce spending were left with no place else to go. Congressman, from uh, votes to uh, or motions to vacate on the right side of the aisle, votes to expel on the left side, Congressman Jamal Bowman, who apparently, even as a former school principal, doesn't know that a fire alarm is not the way that you open a door. Um, do you think that there is, is, is any future where he is not in Congress anymore or in this Congress? Well, I, 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 I doubt it myself. Um, look. I think that a much more appropriate thing for him is to be prosecuted um, for uh, uh, intentionally trying to delay or interfere with a legislative process. Uh, Like so many people who, not the violent people, but there were people on January 6th in and around the Capitol who were trespassing, but were charged with uh, interfering with legislative process, and some of them are, are, have been sentenced to some pretty stiff penalties. I think he needs to be examined in that way. And and uh, then let's then let's see what we're going to do in Congress. I, I have to tell you, if I don't know if you've got enough time, I could tell you that a group of, of my, my colleagues and I uh, were going over to vote, and we went to that very door before he pulled the alarm. And what do you think? That's the normal door. A lot of people go out. But there were these big signs. Massive, you yeah. know, you miss them. You could not miss them. And not one of us said, hey, instead of walking down the flight of stairs and out the other door we know to be open, let's pull the fire fire uh, alarm. Nobody said that. We didn't even think it. And I think uh, for him to come out and say he was panicked, he was trying to get to the vote in a hurry, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it happened about a minute after we had left that door and went down to the other door. Um, he was not that far behind us. And when we got there, there were literally hundreds of members who had not even voted yet. He, he, that's just bogus. He needs to face up to the f- fact and tell the truth. Yeah, Congressman, we got about a minute left. I wanted to ask about an episode that occurred in Arizona 
Joe Biden showed up. He didn't go to the board. I know you're not surprised by that. But all the Democrat leadership skipped town. I've never <laughs> remembered when the, the, the ruling party's leadership ditched their own president. What's going on there? I don't know. I, 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 I saw that. I watched that. And, and the only thing I can figure is nobody wanted a photo op with a president who's not very popular in Arizona. And so, so I mean, you're talking the governor left, the secretary of state left, the attorney general left. Nobody wanted to be, be anywhere near Joe Biden. And so it ultimately fell to our Republican uh, treasurer, state treasurer, Kimberly Yee, who's doing a great job as treasurer. But <laughs> she was, she was kind of stuck with that lemon. We got a good one to wrap up today, folks. Don't go anywhere. Former Navy SEAL, now Congressman Eli Crane from Arizona. He has a lot to say about the ouster of Kevin McCarthy and the words of wisdom. He wants the next candidate for speaker to consider. Whoever the next speaker is, Eli Crane has a message. He'll deliver that next right after these messages. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook a, a vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick 
House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Welcome back, America. Just 24 hours ago, we saw every House Democrat present in the chamber, as well as eight Republican members, vote to oust House Speaker Kevin McCarthy from his post. The first time that this has ever been done in our nation's history. And while every member has their own reasons for the way that they voted, one of the last draws was undoubtedly the passage of the CR to keep the government open this past Saturday. Freshman Congressman Eli Crane of Arizona was one of those eight to vote against McCarthy, and he joins us exclusively to talk about it now. Congressman, welcome back to the show. Good to see you. Thanks for having me, Amanda. I appreciate it. It, it, it's great to have you. And, you know, I think yesterday was a little freaky for some people simply because in, in the historical context of things that had never happened again. But we all went to bed. We woke up. There's a new zest for life. We need a plan going forward. You look like a man with a plan with respect to filling that position again. The next person to become Speaker of the House. I'm not going to pin you down on a name. But what are some of those qualities that you're going to be looking for? Well, no, thank you, guys. I, I think the first quality would be integrity. Um, somebody who uh, gives his word, makes deals and actually keeps them. I think that was ultimately uh, what got Kevin ousted was that he made, as we I think we've talked about on this show before, he made a deal with conservatives back in January after the speaker fight, the 14, who decided to make a deal with him. And uh, then he didn't hold to that deal. And a, part of that deal was that we would do the uh, 12 appropriations bills and we would do them to a certain level. And uh, as it got closer and closer to time running out on uh, how much money the government had left in September 30th last week, it it was becoming more and more apparent that it once again wasn't going to happen. And the American people are tired of it. I know the people in my district are tired of it. Guys, the only reason that the American people in Arizona 2nd Congressional District sent a guy like me up here, a blue collar guy, enlisted Navy guy, who has a bunch of tattoos and half the time on the campaign trail wore a ball cap is because they thought, you know what, this guy actually might do what he says he's going to do. He might actually fight for us. He might actually try and change that town. And so, guys, I take no pleasure in, you know, um, ousting Kevin McCarthy. That's just the humanity in me. When I was when I owned my own company, I didn't I never liked firing anybody. But the fact of the matter is. This country is in massive trouble, and a lot of it stems from the corruption, the swampiness, and the status quo in this town. And everybody knows it. And the only way that's ever going to change, guys, is if people come up here and they're willing to take the hard vote and they're willing to stand against, you know, the status quo. And, And that's what we did yesterday. As hard as it was, it's what needed to happen. And so when we go into next week and we start, you know, debating who's going to be the next speaker integrity is going to be one. Number two is going to be somebody that understands the the direness and and the situation that this country is in and how we must change course. That's that's going to be number two. And guys, I realize um, we don't have a very conservative conference. I totally understand that. I I know we're not going to get some super conservative, but, um, you know, we definitely need to start over because, you know, once you start making deals, Um, you know, with the group that I run with, and then you, you completely back out on those deals and stab us in the back. Um, 
it's that's not going to go that's not going to go very well and so whoever is the next speaker i know it's going to be fresh on their brain what happened to the last one and you know i i just i really want to see leadership that honors their word and you know understands the situation that the country's in and is willing to make change because if we don't guys where do you think this whole thing ends Man. it's it's not it's not going to be good when you got 33 trillion in debt 2 trillion national deficit every single year and that's if we keep spending money that you know the way that we're spending money so we can't keep we can't stay on this course and i think many of us felt like okay it's just time to uh time to rip the Band-Aid off and get on with it. Yeah. You have been clear from the start. And it's, I, I laugh sometimes when I hear some of the Republicans on the other side say, I don't understand what these eight guys want. You have been evidently clear. And when you came on my podcast, it was the most clear conversation I've ever had with a member of Congress. You want to do the 12 bills. You'd like to see some spending cuts in that 100 to $120 billion range. Uh, uh, regular order back and fix the border, right? Those are the top things for you. And then I guess maybe Ukraine yep. cut out as its own separate vote, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. those are definitely at the top of the list, John. And yeah. thanks for having Thanks for having a radical on your show. I, I really don't think <laughs> the things that we're asking for are so radical. I mean, when you look at what the Freedom Caucus was fighting for, it was yeah. really $115 billion in cuts. It yeah. was taking the deficit from $2.2 trillion to $2.1 trillion. So we're still t spending $2.1 trillion a year more than we make. I don't think that's super radical, but that just shows you how out of control this town really is. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Congressman, I wanted to ask you about the the immediate steps forward, because obviously you have a speaker pro tempore McHenry uh, serving in that position, but that's that's not permanent. So w what does the timeline look like? I do believe that he has sent everyone home. What does the timeline look like when everybody gets back and, and should everybody have just stayed to begin with to get this done? Well, I think everybody should stay. Um, you know, I, I know that I know that leadership Pro did not expect to see what, you know, did not expect that. So they're probably, you know, trying to work through this. I can understand that. And so the timeline from my understanding is we'll come back uh, next week um, and you'll have a, a candidate forum on Tuesday and then we'll vote for a new speaker on Wednesday. And so I look forward to participating in that. And uh, once again, trying to represent the folks that have sent me here. Yeah, that's it's so important. It's, it gets forgotten by a lot of people who stay in this time a long time. They forget who they represent. You clearly haven't. You're, you're definitely connected there. I want to ask a little bit about the Biden scandal because it gets a little bigger every day. We get a little bit more realization how much we've been lied to in the past. Top of the show, we uh, made a new document available to everyone to see. It is a email, chain of emails from February 2021. Joe Biden's barely in office. He's still getting the curtains installed at the new White House. And already his Justice Department's asking the Delaware U.S. attorney and the agents for a briefing on the Hunter Biden case. This after Merrick Garland told us, I never stuck a dirty finger in that drink. We left him alone. If in the first two weeks that was one of their highest priorities to get a briefing on it, have they been telling the American people the truth about this story? What's that? Have they been telling the American people the truth when you see evidence like this compared to their narrative? No, I don't think so. And and this goes back to, you know, what I'm talking about for us, the American people and especially the people I represent. They're so tired of Republicans not fighting. They're so tired of, you know, this two tier justice system. And it's going to take it's going to take members of Congress that are willing to actually fight, ask the hard questions 
And, uh, you know, this is something that this is something that my voters are, you know, very concerned about. I, they can't believe they can't believe the fact that they're seeing all this scandal, um, you know, with the president, his son, all their shell companies. And I appreciate all the investigative work you guys are doing on this, John. Uh, but it's just one more reason that we need strong, honest, transparent leadership in the you know, in the House, because we have some tough issues to we have some very tough issues to tackle. Yeah, that's you do. Well, since we're talking about the Bidens, I wanted to ask you about these investigations that as a result of yesterday, they are on ice just temporarily. Uh, but obviously the investigations on oversight and judiciary and ways and means um, as as the chairmen of those committees, they have worked hard, nose to the grindstone, have found out a lot, revealed it to the American people. But they have to have a substantial level of support from their speaker. That is a, a role that's very important to have that support behind them. For the next person who is Speaker of the House, are we going to have to take one of the chairs of one of those committees, like maybe on ju judiciary, move that person to the speakership and then replace that that spot? You know, I really don't know what's going to happen. I think there's a bunch of possibilities out there. Honestly, I don't think that uh, at least those of us, the eight of us that stood up and participated in uh, yesterday's event with the speaker, um, I think that if if we actually threw a name out there on 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 who we want to be speaker, I think it would be counterproductive just because the emotions are high up here. So I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, I am hopeful that we get a more conservative um, America first speaker um, to lead us through these tough times. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Thank you for joining our Saturday edition. Hey, tomorrow on Sunday, we got some big names. Dinesh D'Souza. Devin Nunes, Congressman Glenn Grothman, and South Carolina Attorney General Alan Wilson leading the fight against AI exploitation of children, artificial intelligence, exploitation of children, particularly sexually. Big issue. Congress is just getting up. South Carolina Attorney General Alan Wilson leading the charge to get that right. We'll have that on tomorrow's show. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.